50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. So I feel like guys can kind of be really hard to shop for sometimes, for Christmas or for birthdays or really just for anything. And we found this company that makes it so much easier. So basically, they're called Man Crates. And the whole idea behind it is that they know what guys want. So they have all of their crates are, you know, high quality, fun, and useful. And they're all kind of like individualized to fit the wants or the interests of the guy in your life. So for example, they have one that's a whiskey appreciation crate. And it has like their initials etched into each glass. Or they have like the pitmaster crate. And it has sauces, rubs, a steel meat claw, the whole nine. We tried this. Um, it was my best friend's dad's birthdays, and he's a diehard Green Bay Packers fan. And so I got him the Green Bay Packers like bar crate. He loved it, like literally went crazy for it. I think it's it's perfect if you have a guy in your life that has, you know, a specific interest and they have so many different options and you can just choose it and it makes it so easy. Everything comes in one. So don't miss massive holiday savings at mancrates.com. Buy one mancrate and get half off your second. Just visit mancrates.com slash CBC to get half off. Again, that's mancrates.com slash CBC. Mancrates.com slash CBC. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. And welcome back to another episode of our Kardashian bonus show. So there was no episode last night, which actually ended up working out well because last night was the AMAs. And there's so much to talk about that we were stressed how we were going to fit into the regular episode. And now we just don't even have to. Perfect. So this entire episode is going to be a full AMA recap breakdown we're not going to recap every single thing that happened, but we're just going to give a lot of our reactions and thoughts. And I don't know, a lot went down, I kind of felt like. Yeah. So if you're here for the Kardashians, yeah. you might be disappointed. If you're here for the Kardashians, we'll see you in the Kardashian recap in the regular episode. Listen, it's not our fault there wasn't one. Um, I also want to say we were not together watching this, so we haven't spoken about this at all. No. I just got off a plane from Iceland last night. Went straight into my house to watch the AMAs, and here we are. Welcome home, kid. Thanks. Welcome I, home, Diamond family. <laughs> Welcome home. I'm also here. I was about to say, a, lo- a little surprise <laughs> for you guys. I thought we were just going to let her pop in, and people would be like, whoa. <laughs> no, we have um, our favorite correspondent, Isabel, joining us. Hi. Hi. My favorite correspondent is Cade. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, he was at the AMAs You're last next, night. though. Thank you. So, should we get into it, girls? I'm can't, I mean, okay. let's go. Let's go, girls. <laughs> let's go, girls. <laughs> oh. God, my Can we call queen. the episode that? All right, well, that's last. Let's yes. just get into okay. it. Okay. I want to start by just saying that we were debating whether to do this chronologically or by person, and we decided that a medley is kind of the best. So we'll go through what happened, and then we'll just get into extra details of them as, as we keep going. Okay. So the show opens with a very highly anticipated performance from Selena Gomez. She was singing both of the songs off her new um, album, So Lose You to Love Me and Look at Her Now. And it started with um, Lose You to Love Me. It was, you know, black and white, very similar to the video, kind of somber vibes, mm-hmm. would you say? And the second one was a full dance routine. She was in this, you know, sparkly bodysuit for Look at Her Now. 
Um, that was the first time I'd heard that one, by the way. That song? Yeah, I never listened to it. Yeah, I've heard it. Okay, I want to just, I want to be really, I want to choose our words carefully here in saying that the the performance was um, kind of disappointing and was, like, just objectively speaking, not that good. Watching it for the first time, I was like, all of us were kind of like, what the hell is happening? It's one of those things where you start watching the show and you you can't tell if it's just you or, like, just your TV or if everybody else is thinking the same thing. And then you look yeah. on Twitter and it's like, Everybody is saying it. How great is Twitter? Twitter's amazing. I by love the way. Twitter. Twitter during award shows. Is, Twitter during award shows is tr- there's nothing like there's it. There's nothing there's, like it. Everyone and it, it's almost like people are less combative, like about not about their specific opinions, but people just want to talk about it and camaraderie. like camaraderie. Yeah, it's so much. There's so much camaraderie. It's like we say a new meme format comes out. New yeah. meme format, or when like something funny, like a rise and shine, something happens, and everyone just comes together and wants to like laugh and talk about it. It's, I love it. Wait, it was I, amazing. I a thousand percent agree. So before we really get into it, I just want to say, we started looking at this and I'm like, okay, what is happening? And Julie wasn't watching it live, so she couldn't fully understand what was happening. I was texting Isabel. And then I started to see that there were reports surfacing that she had an anxiety attack minutes before her performance and that she also had a lupus flare-up. None of those have been confirmed. We don't know if that's true. Mm -hmm. I will say this is her first time doing a live performance in two years. As you guys know, she has totally gone out of the spotlight. And this was a huge deal. I can imagine it was really anxiety-provoking. Yeah, she's opening the show, too. It's like a lot of pressure. It was just, I I just, I felt bad. It wasn't even like I was like, this is terrible. I was like, something is clearly happening here. Something was just off. Like, there was something was not what the norm is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that had to do with the fact that because of, like, the contents of the songs, like, they were so personal. And she was doing that in conjunction with being the first time in front of the, I don't know what it was, the pressure. I can imagine, like, that's a really pressure-filled situation, right? Yeah, very. What do you think, Isabel? I mean, I was just confused. Yeah. It felt like, it almost felt like, it felt like she hadn't really rehearsed. It felt like it was just, it was like a lot of like, there was something missing. She didn't feel like fully there. She didn't feel excited about it. I don't know. I was just like, honestly, I was just like so confused. I was like, what is going on on this stage right now? And it, like you said, it was like very much like that Britney Spears performance. It was a two. I want to say two thousand seven. Hold on, roughly. I was just looking it up right now. It was that Britney Spears um, performance. You guys her, know exactly her VMAs in uh, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. You guys know exactly what we're talking about. I, it wasn't necessarily to that extent. No. Yeah, Britney was. It yeah. had a hint of that of like, hmm, like what's going on? Like, especially in the second song when she was in that jumpsuit and they were having her do like a full dance routine. And at first I was like, okay, you know, she's never been the best. She's no Sierra. Like, she's not a dancer by no trade. No one's Sierra. No one's oh, Sierra. Yeah, we're going to get there we'll in a second. We're going to get there. She, obviously, I wasn't expecting her to, you know, be the best dancer I've ever seen. But it was like she could barely move. It was like I almost feel like if they had seen that at rehearsals or practicing or the people who are almost in charge of putting it together— should have known that this was not a good look. Like, they, it just was so— It felt like she was just going with the motions. Yeah, you but, know what but, I mean? Okay, but what I'm saying is that all—because I totally agree with you that they should, that should or could have been caught in rehearsals, but that just furthers the theory that it really was due yeah. to some sort of attack right before. I totally agree. Yeah, you I know? think so, too. Which Listen. I can't imagine. Like, uh, imagine before, like, you're having a presentation in class. You Everyone has that. You have a such, like, a bad stomachache or you something just happened or whatever. Like, imagine that except— 
on this huge scale where you have to open the AMAs, where you're one of your best friends is getting the artist of the decade. You know millions of people are watching. You haven't done it for two years. It's like— And you're singing a song. You're opening with a song about your ex-boyfriend that was one of the most public relationships in right. pop culture well, that's history. that's the other thing is that I feel like when people have this comeback where they open a show with, it's usually this, like, triumphant moment where they, like, open the show and it's this huge thing. Like, she opened the show on, like, a very emotional song, and it's not like her comeback was so triumphant. It was kind of like, oh, look, she's back, and she's moving past this, and she hasn't gotten to the point where she's past it yet, and she's still in it. So it was weird to me that they even had her open it on that note. Yeah. Had she come out with, like, this huge pop banger that was this really dancey number, and she was really excited about it and really happy, it would have made more sense. I don't know. There's a lot of question There's marks. There's a lot of question marks. And I I really mean that I, all of us, even when we were texting about it, like we had a lot of compassion for her because that's fucking scary. I can't imagine. Like I just said, like I've, we've all felt that on a smaller scale and it really sucks and it's so much, it's so hard. But then on this scale, I can't even imagine. I just, I'm just so curious of what happened. Me too. Also two other things or a couple other things. They panned a lot to Taylor and Halsey in the crowd watching her, and that was a really sweet moment. They yeah, were che- really cute. Yeah. They were cheering her on. Like, you can tell they yeah. are really genuinely good friends. Yeah. Like, her and Taylor especially. And how fun that must be to, like, have your three friends, you're all performing at an award show, and you get to, like, watch each other. That's so fun. And I'm sure that was really—and then, you know, during Taylor's, which we'll get into, she's sitting—Selena's sitting with her parents. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just a lot of that. I thought it was really nice. Yeah, I love when you see the real friendships, like, yeah. at these— she posted on Instagram saying, feels good to be back. Thank you to my entire team and to my fans that stand by me. All this is for you. All this is for you and because of you. Um, I she- wonder, I wonder in the next couple of days if the press continues to like speculate about her performance or get if she gets still like bad things written up about it, if she'll say something like, if, if she really did have an anxiety attack before because she's been so open in the past, I wonder if she'd be like, you know, I, minutes before I went on stage, blah, blah, blah. Well, she's been both an advocate for mental health and for right. lupus. So I could totally see her speaking out. I want to say, also, I then want to ask you what we what you thought about her outfits. We didn't talk about it yet, but I wanted to just say something, which is I felt like two things happened to her. She came back to social media, mm-hmm. and in the first week being back is when she really screwed herself with that whole Bella Hadid thing we talked about last week. Yeah. Do you remember? And then she comes back with this, and, and I just, I hope— my fear and what I hope that doesn't happen is she's like, you know what? This is why I fucking quit this shit. Like, it's better to just stay out of it. I can't get into anything if I'm just out of it. Well, and I hope that doesn't happen. Well, the Bella Hadid thing was ridiculous. People made a way bigger deal of that than it right. needed to be. Right, but any celebrity that's been in the game for the past two years would know never to comment that in the first place because they know what people would have done. Yeah. You know what she, I mean? No, I know. She almost just, like is, hasn't had the experience of the past two years of how people will rip apart and pick at every word and thing you do. So she's like, oh my God, what? She's probably like, what the hell is going on? Wait, did you see also that she posted um, a pic, like her behind the scenes getting ready? And she showed this tattoo on her thigh, which she had never shown before, which is of two praying hands. And immediately all of the headlines are like, Selena Gomez debuts tattoo um, eerily similar to Justin Bieber's ha- praying hands. Like, she can't oh, the, catch perp- a fu- the purpose hands. She can't yeah. catch a fucking break. But they're just praying hands with a with a cross. It's like he doesn't own that, but of course, of co- that's what I'm saying. She, yeah, of you know? course they, they put two and two together, and they have to make it so related. But yeah, you're right because she hasn't been around like exactly. in two years, putting up so much public stuff. She does. She it's like she's not thinking like that. What do you think about her red carpet look? The the neon green. I mean, it was fine. What do you think? 
You didn't like it? It looked a little Long Island bot mitzvah to me. Yeah. I didn't need the matching shoes, but I think she did look really pretty. She had really cool— I loved like, her hair. Kim K wet hair. She had great diamond chokers on. Oh, that just reminded me. Lorraine Schwartz was in my dream last night. <laughs> <laughs> All you do is think about Lorraine. I love her. All I do is think about Lorraine I know. every day. Um, yeah, no, her look was fine. Um, her stage looks were cute and stagey. Like, you, I don't know. It was like, there's not much really to say. The second, the second dress, I don't know. Did you see it? It was like lime green on top and like printed on the bottom. Oh, That's I what didn't she was wearing. See that yeah, one. it was her second look that she wore when she was watching the performances. I don't know. Whatever. The first one I could deal with, the second one, eh. But you know what? I'm just happy she's back. I really, really mean it. Like, we want, we wish the best for you. I, I, I get that this is scary. So, like, Keep keep doing it, kid. You'll I hate, get there. I hate talking about red carpet looks without Joan Rivers being alive. It feels know, wrong. It, it feels feel very wrong. wrong. It's so wrong. It is wrong. Um, okay. We also want to talk about the fact that Ciara hosted. Oh, my God. Is it Ciara or Ciara? Ciara. Ciara, Ciara. We're going to say Ciara for the just—I'm just going to say Ciara. I've heard people say it both ways, but I will say Ciara. So she hosted, first off— this woman, no, 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 she's, no, no. Yeah, she starts the show by singing Melanin, which had Lala Anthony, City Girls, Esther Dean, and Lupita Nyong'o. Hold on. Before we get into Ciara, I just want to say that Lala Anthony comes out to sing her verse. I lost it. Nude latex dress, high snatched pony, sunglasses. <gasps> this girl, I fucking love Lala Anthony. Who knew she had this in her? She's so talented, by the way. If you so, watch Power, you know. Okay, yes, well. You should. But. This is what we were just talking about was that after Kim Kardashian went on her stories with Lala and was like, guys, if you saw the AMAs, you saw Lala come out and do her verse. Like she was, she gave us like a behind the scenes look, which we love. And she was like, thank you, Kim. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Kim. <laughs> um, she was saying Lala was so nervous and Kim was like, I knew you had it in you. And what we were just talking about before we started recording was like, we think Lala is the best friend that Kim has. That yeah. She's the best friend anyone could have. She's so bubbly. <laughs> she, no, she is. We, we like, are Lala Anthony stands. Fuck both of you guys. I want <laughs> the best friend anyone could have. Isabel Cream, we're talking about Lala Anthony, 2019. <laughs> the best everyone, friend get yourself, anyone could get, have. Get yourself a goddamn Lala. <laughs> Drop your Larses and pick up a Lala. <laughs> Wait, or we no. need that on a shirt. That's yeah. amazing. Pick, pick up a Lala no. today. <laughs> I, I want everyone right now to close your eyes and survey your friend group. And pick your Lala's and pick your Larsa's. <laughs> Drop the Larsa's and get yourself more Lala's right now. Because Lala is so bubbly. She's always there for Kim. She, Julie said this. She went straight after the AMAs to Kanye's Sunday service performance. It's right? not Sunday service. It was, it was his opera. opera. Either way, though. Like, this woman kills it. She kills it. Kills it. She's so confidential. Also, that's the other thing that yes. I love about her. She knows what it's like to be in a, you know, rocky marriage that's totally. constantly in the press. She gets the whole traveling thing. She just is a real one. And let me tell you something. She fucking killed that verse. And if Kim didn't tell us that she was nervous, I would have never known it. No. Oh she comes God. out there guns blazing. And I, t- I was like, is that Lala Anthony? I don't know. I'm just used to watching her on the fucking reunions for Flavor of Love in 2000, what, 10? Yeah. Do you I, remember? That's how she started. Just yeah. being like, yeah, I, I was shocked. I loved every second of it. I want more Lala in my life. I just, I love her. Yes. So seamless transition there to Sierra, who, by the way, Melanin, a fucking bop. 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 And Sierra, just everything about her. I mean, you know, it's like, we, well, we introduced her with One Two Step. Was that our first introduction yes. to Sierra? Which, like, by the way, what a throwback. Well, me and Isabel were talking about this, how, like, when we were in middle school and we all got, like, the Sierra rumor, like, she really recovered from that. She really recovered from that. Why do we all believe that? I don't know. Why do we all get told the same rumor? I know. 
I, I'm curious when we when we put this episode out if people heard that rumor. No, too. they are because there's so many tweets about it. It's so weird. It's like so weird that that was ever a thing. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. But the, she okay. No, no, no. Ciara is. The, I thought we just made the general. Ciara. I was going to call her out. Just, <laughs> do it. just we, we all know who we're talking about. Ciara here. is the coolest motherfucker. She. I just want to say one thing about her outfits. Say it. They. <laughs> Tell us to us. Amen. Is Melissa raising her hand? They. Her her stylist worked harder than anyone in this world last night. Yeah. Every 30-second thing that she would have on stage or on screen, she had a whole new look. Whole new not, look. I'm not talking just outfit. Hair, makeup, hair accessories, chains braided into her. Shoes. Shoes, everything. It, she would be on stage to just do a, like, we'll be off, back after the commercial break. New look. I couldn't believe it. When it she, was, and every one was better than the next. Red carpet look, that—, that <gasps> No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I have to tell you, her in that royal blue, th- that royal blue on her, it should be it should be illegal. I, I freaked out when I saw it. And then, Isabel, when she was in the leopard, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, <gasps> you yes. Mean, you know that blue suit was Balmain, too. You could totally you tell. You could just could tell. Totally yeah. tell. It screamed Balmain. I wasn't, listen, every single detail I didn't love, but she just kills it. There's something about her she energy. Anything. Doesn't it confuse you that she was ever even with Future in the first place? Yes. Yes. It, I think about it literally the fact that daily. Her and probably Probably Larsa were with the same person is just beyond me. Oh, you know, oh my God, right? You're, You're right. right. Like Ciara and Larsa, there's no comparison. Different universes, different worlds. Future um, and Ciara, there's no. Oh my God, wait, she got that cutest fucking kid I've ever seen in my life. Let's talk about out of that. Lil Future. I was just gonna say in the very beginning, <gasps> she had her son Future and her little girl Cece come on, and they were like, "Hi, mommy!" Like. They, I love that little impersonation she Yeah, that was good. Yeah, you have killed you CC. You killed CC. <laughs> that was the best CC impersonation I've literally heard in my life. Thank you. I'll be you ta- should go on tour doing taking, CC impersonation. I'm taking my talents on the road. <laughs> wait, till, wait till Chicago starts really talking. <laughs> I don't know. Chicago's a little shy. Did you see the video of CC singing Melanin? No, I can't. Oh, my God. She's the cutest kid's cutest family. I loved every minute of her. She's so bubbly, and she came out like— First with her dancing, reminding us all how fucking epic she is. Then she just pops into her hosting role so seamlessly. She was so bubbly. She's such a nice, good person. Yeah, I think that the thing that people kind of forget, and like by people I mean us as like regular humans, the fact that these people performing, I can only imagine what that takes out of you. And then to have to go into a full speaking role, her transition from performing to hosting was the most seamless thing I've ever had. Like, for a second, she maybe breathed a little heavily. Yeah. And that was it. And then it was like, you never would have known. No. It was, and hosting's hard. Reading from a teleprompter, transitioning. Kendall your, and Kylie couldn't do it if their fucking life hard. depended on it. Reading's hard, okay? <laughs> it's hard. Julie yeah. can tell you. Julie's, yeah. Julie could tell you reading is really hard and she, I like you. It's it's a hard thing for performers and singers to also be hosts because it's such different. It's like one is does not mean the other, and it does not. She fit in the role so beautifully. I was, I just love. I'm it. voting for her for president. Yeah. I want our Sierra and Lala friends because I think they would. I really, think they're very good friends. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think they would really get along. No, they're very good friends. They're all friends with Kim. That's what's so nice about it, right? That it's yeah, like well, Sierra and Lala are obviously friends. She brought Lala on the song. Oh, duh. Yeah. Oh my God, I love them, guys. No, I'm. I'm. That's why Lala's a good mom too. Lala's a great. I was just gonna say, and I don't really want to get too much into it because we don't know the details. But I'm just gonna say, she deserves better than Mello. But she's very good to him. That's what I'm saying. Did you guys watch Lala's Full Court Life when I was on a little bit? Oh, duh! My God, duh! Good show. We gotta. Can we watch that? That's a good rewatch. Oh yeah. Okay. Cue it up later. Um. 
Next thing, let's move on to. I guess we should talk about the first win, which was Billie Eilish. I could talk about Billie Eilish forever. Her so, Burberry look on the red carpet was great. Did you see her full head to toe? I mean, and she listen, had that bedazzled helmet. Listen, like you know, it's the farthest thing from me, but for her, yes, she killed it. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, maybe I'm just like she not really. Cool There's enough. a disconnect with you. You're not getting it. Okay, I have to. Yeah, I, I want to be on. Like clearly, she is supremely talented. You don't just come onto the scene at 17 and have this much success. Like, that didn't just happen for her for no reason. She clearly has a thing. Personally, it just doesn't resonate with me, but that doesn't matter. Do you think it's the look? Be honest. No, not at all. Do you think it's the style of music that you just don't connect to? It's just the style of music. It's not nothing about her. I I think her personality is awesome. I love how she's so humble, and I love the way that she conveys herself as, like, she's really a fan. She can't believe she's here. Yeah, That's something special. I do love that. And like we were talking about last week, that can't be faked. It's similar to the Shawn Mendes effect. It's different with Shawn, though, because I think the thing with Shawn is that— and, and like, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying the the thing with Shawn, I think, is that he just naturally is unjaded. Like, he's naturally—that's his personality— I think with Billy, I think that she's really, really consciously aware of making sure that doesn't happen to her. Yes. Like, it seems like everything she does is so calculated to make sure that she is not putting herself in a position where she thinks that she's above it all. Right. Like, she is like, I am 17. I am going to make sure that I stay true to who I am. And you can see that it's a very conscious thought process. And a lot of that, I think, comes from, like, even think about it. We've watched all these teen sensation Disney kids, pop stars— grow up and see, like, how the trajectory of their career can really ruin them or how certain things that they choose to do can, like, be devastating to their lives. And I think she is almost young enough that she's absorbed that and has been able to be like, okay, I'm not going to make, like, mistakes like that, and I want to stay humble. I want to be normal and just, like, really relish the moment and not get too, like, in my own head about it. Yeah, I think the other thing with really young people who come on the scene is that they come on the scene in a way that they start off like a little childish and then they, when they grow up, they have to like force themselves into that role and take really drastic actions to get there and I think that's what happens a lot. The way Billie Eilish started is exactly who she'll be her entire career. So there's no transition where she's going to have to be like, I'm an adult, please treat me as such. Totally. She came on the scene, she had respect right away because of how young she was, but it wasn't in a Disney Channel, Nick, you have to earn what you get type of way. Totally, and also the point, like the point you just made, she insisted on having creative freedom since day one. So well, you know that her, her and her brother do everything together, which is like I, I didn't, I honestly didn't fully know that until last night when she was thinking because she kept thanking him. Yeah, and I was and like he was confused. Like right there, yeah. He produces I, and co-writes everything with her, and her, her parents were in the industry also, and her brother was on Glee. Yeah, I didn't know any of that until last night. Yeah, like I started looking it up, yeah. and then I saw you put it in. They're the really talented, and she's the youngest person to be nominated for the big four Grammys, which is Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, and Best New Artist. That's a two huge people ever deal. have won it. One person has ever won it, it in 1981. Won it like in one ceremony, and Adele's the only other person who did it in two years. She won it in. She won Best New Artist in 2009, and then the other three in 2012. Unfucking believable. That's really, impressive. that's what I'm saying. Like clearly, something happens. Doesn't matter. This doesn't resonate with me. Like she's resonating with everyone. So I know that it's sometimes really hard to kind of, you know, prepare healthy meals that also taste good. And just it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of time, honestly. And I think that there's this common misconception a lot that like eating better needs to be boring or needs to be bland and you can't get creative. And Sakara totally changes that. So what Sakara does is they make organic, ready-to-eat meals with nutritious and delicious plant-based ingredients that are designed to help you look and feel like your best self. So... They have meal programs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it's delivered right to your door, ready to eat anywhere in the U.S. 
So the thing with these is that they're specifically designed to enhance your energy and improve digestion, help you with healthy weight loss. And their entire like menu, it changes weekly. So you're never bored. It's something new. I really, really like this company. I knew about it way before we ever had this podcast. Um, I actually ran into one of the reps. I've told the story before in the Hamptons with my mom and we started talking to her. And I just love the quality of the food. It's really nutritious, good quality stuff. Um, so right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners $60 off their first order when they go to sakaracom slash CBC. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash CBC to get $60 off your first order. Saqqara.com slash CBC. So Mother's Day is coming up and I know sometimes it can be difficult figuring out what to get your mom because realistically, no gift is going to do justice for how much you love and appreciate her. But I'm sure you've done the classic, you know, bathrobe, candle, sweaters, gift cards. If you're looking to mix it up, I want to tell you about Aura Frames. So they were named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. And it's just the kind of gift that is guaranteed to bring joy because realistically, there's nothing our parents love more than seeing us. So for them to be able to see more of us, even if you don't live close by, like that is probably the best gift you could give a parent. They're Wi-Fi connected. They come with unlimited storage. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. And it's easy to set up. It takes about two minutes to set up a frame using the Aura app. We have one in my kitchen. And every time my dad comes down for breakfast, like it just makes him so happy. There's pictures of me, pictures of me and my parents when I was little, pictures of my grandparents. Like I think as a parent, you never get sick of that. And it's just the kind of gift I know she will love. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code CBC at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Next one was Pop Rock Song and Halsey won for Without Me. So this was her first AMA. And I first want to say, can we just talk for a second about the whole bleached eyebrows thing? Sure. Yeah, it's a look. It's a look that is clearly really high fashion. I personally just, I don't get it. I know. Am it's, I missing something? It's a something? high fashion no. look. It's a thing. But she still looked gorgeous without eyebrows, which not many people oh, can Oh, she's stunning. But I have to say that I don't understand how anybody would take that look after watching Kim do it at the Met Gala. If Kim can't pull it off, what makes you think that you're going to be able to pull it off? <laughs> anybody. Know. Anybody. I don't know. I, don't, I, I thought she looked great. No, she it was cool. she did look great. I just don't think it's a look. I think keep your eyebrows. Oh, I, I, I think eyebrows. Well, I'm also a big eyebrow person. I think eyebrows can change your whole face. And I think that when you take them off, well, that's what I'm saying. Is am I just not? Am I not getting it? Which is totally possible. I think it is a very like high fashion yeah, thing. I just I don't know. For me, I, I prefer them. But either way, I definitely prefer eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, if we're choosing, I mean, if we're coming She's, down to eyebrows or no eyebrows, my gonna... fucking threading woman is literally in my will. I say that to you all the time. Yeah, like, I know. She, clearly, I care about that. No, but she, her dress that she keep that. That floral dress on the red carpet was so sick. She, I, I'm into Halsey. I'm Me too. very into her. I like get it. I don't know. I think she's talented and, and everything, but I also just really like her vibe. Um, gives me good energy. I wasn't going to bring up BB Rexa, but now that we're here. Oh, please do. So there's a lot of talk on the internets about. <laughs> on the interweb. Like Halsey and BB Rexa being like almost similar, interchangeable like against, quote, against each other, which I hate that narrative in general and I don't want it to be against. But I was at the Jones Brothers concert this weekend again and <laughs> BB Rexa opens for them. That girl is so fucking talented. I wish, I not that I want her to replace Halsey, but I wish that she was getting the same recognition like at these award shows and in the mainstream pop and media that 
Halsey's getting. BB is so talented. She has written some of Talk the, about a songwriter. Talk about a songwriter. She's written Monster. She's written all, um, If It's Meant to Be, you know that. Yeah, yeah. sing a little yeah. more, kid. Yeah, yeah we know you're singing. singing. I know. She, like, I was just shook by, I was like, this girl is so talented. Her voice, her dancing, she's so unique. I was just like, it's so interesting how, like, people like her just aren't even, I don't know, like, is she And others are? What? And others are recognized and she's not? I get it is. I get it. I I just, I just, you know, I was like, hmm, like, why is BB opening, like, why is she not, why is she, why didn't she perform last night? I mean, listen, the the backstory to this is that Isabel and Julie went about a year ago to the Points Guy Awards. Oh, yeah, and BB performed. BB performed and they were texting me the whole night, like, she is the most underrated artist of our generation. Like, they were obsessed with her. Yeah. Then we forgot. And then we forgot. And then we saw her last night. I mean, we saw Isabel Sarah Jones for this, but I want to say something about Halsey, which is, so in her speech, she... You know, as you guys know, Without Me was snubbed from the Grammys this year, and people were really wanting to hear her kind of response to that. And I want to read um, a couple of things that she said. So first off, she thanked the AMAs specifically for being the largest fan-voted award show, and she really kind of emphasized that. And then she said, I grew up watching shows like this, and I would sit at home wide-eyed and watch artists in these beautiful gowns and handsome suits, like stroll up the stairs to the stage, and they would hold up these awards, and they were usually gold-plated and shiny and weighted, these like metaphors, these trophies that were supposed to be some kind of validation for the soul-crushing and heartache-inducing work that they put into writing a song and bringing it to life. And to be honest with you, I really believed that fairy tale. I believed these awards. When I was a kid, I used to believe that this award was the ultimate validating and that I'd come up here and laugh and cry and my fans at home would rejoice because we accomplished this thing together. But the truth is, I'm older now and I'm also an artist and apparently I'm doing okay. But most of these awards really aren't what they seem at all. Um... And then, you know, she just wanted to say that it's, like, real fans and real music that keep magic alive and that it doesn't matter for the awards. Again, this was clearly a snub to the Grammys. Um, but I thought an eloquent way to do so. Yeah. I'm—see— Not a snub. Shade at the Grammys. Shade but at an the eloquent Grammys, way to do yeah. so. It, it, it was classy. See, my thing with it is I totally agree because I think she really was snubbed from the Grammys. And I think that song was literally everywhere. Um, I'm just not a fan of fan-voted award shows. Right. I also think that the the critique that one could take from that is like, did you have to do it at another award show? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think well, one could. I don't. I'm, I I'm not saying I agree with that. I I'm also just, like, if she had been awarded for the Grammy, like, would would she have thought that? You know, exactly. well, I understand. Like, I understand the position of an artist saying that like fans voted means more than anything else because it's like that's who that's where your records come from that's where everything comes from in my opinion on award based merit i don't agree with fan based award shows necessarily because i think that it does like sort of an electoral college type thing where it gives a really loud voice to a really small number of people and i think that it is not usually a true reflection of a fan voted yourself. Not even, yeah, I think that fan voting isn't a true reflection of, of who deserves awards. It's who's on the, it's who's clicking a link more. Right, it's, I just don't think it's accurate all the time. And not that the Grammys are always accurate. I think there are so many times where the Grammys get it so wrong and that and there are political. so many fans and it's so political and all of these things. I just think that fan voted is not usually what I agree with either. Yeah. I think there's a reason that the Grammys is the biggest night in music and no matter what award show you bring up, it's never going to compete with the Grammys. There's so many politics behind everything tonight, like it, with all these award shows, just oh, about so much. how it's, who's voting, who's there, who, like, you know, it's just, it's like you, I don't even know anymore and it's honestly, I just take it all with a grain of salt, but I totally agree. I also have to say, I mean, I we've been saying for a while that award shows have, are less kind of exciting as they used to be. I really enjoyed last night. Yeah, I really like it. I think it. if you go all in and you like start start it from the beginning and really like get into it, they're all fun. But I love the big like 
I love the Globes. I love the Grammys. I love the Oscars. Yeah. It just has a different feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's of course. different. When you were little, I was saying this to Isabel last night because we were talking about it, and I was like, award shows were every, every single one of them to me was like, the biggest deal in the entire world. I would start at 4 p.m. I was on Twitter like oh there was no one's business. I had like 10 tabs open with different hashtags, which I, we still do, but it's just it's like— It's just different. It feels—I don't know. It feels different. It feels less important now. I almost was like yesterday. I was like, oh, the IMAs are on tonight. Like, you know? Yeah. No, right. I know. Um, Halsey also tweeted, I just wanted to remind you guys of the tweet after um, Without Me wasn't nominated. It said, my fans, please do not waste your anger or frustration. I see a lot of you are upset. Of course, I'm sad too. None of it matters. Literally none of it. You're here, I'm here, and everything is going to stay exactly the same. And Without Me is still a super tight record-breaking song. She also performed um, Graveyard last night. In oh that with that paint. oh that sick paint on the white like it was like sick an art it was like an art installation sick, sick. I'm, she's I I'm like you're a Halsey stan I'm, I don't know if say I'm it a, I'm not a stan make, make a stan Twitter account no I'm a Lala stan I'm not necessarily a Halsey <laughs> stan but I I I fuck with her I think yeah. she's really cool she's really creative like she has the vision she's that whole performance like she's really in it she's cool she's in it okay so next we have. Tyra Banks introducing Lizzo, which no. I was all about this. Icons all around. Icons yeah, all icons around. Only. If and you're listening and you love Tyra Banks, I recently rewatched all 22 cycles of America's Next Top Model. Fucking best show on TV. Listen, Nigel Barker. I used to have so many sex dreams about Nigel Barker. He's so hot. Oh, what? God. This is the best God. show. I'll never forget. I mean, I thought that that CoverGirl contract was like— Wait, and you got a $100,000. I used to think that was like the most money that anyone could ever win. And I was like, now I was rewatching. I'm like, $100,000 can't do much with that. I literally used to think like Bill Gates is fucking shaking. <laughs> I was like, you left that. And you. I was like, imagine you would go on like a shopping spree, buy all these houses, cars. That could buy you fucking shit. I know. Listen, but just obviously hundred grand is a lot of money. But no, not, I know. But like I, in this, when you're a kid, you think like the, it's oh never ending. You really I thought, do. No, I thought that they were walking out of there, going on shopping sprees, buying cars and houses. Like their life would never be the like same. They, yeah, like they won the lottery, and now I'm like, yeah, like that's like two cars or like that's one house. Like you know, it's like nothing. It's not even two full college tuitions these days. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy oh to think God. how. Yeah, it's just like it's so funny when you watch things. Okay, college is expensive. Very <laughs> you don't expensive. Say. So. Um, Lizzo performs, and oh my god! First of all, she is in this gorgeous fuchsia gown. She was so soulful. She was singing Jerome, which is a new song, and every time it's an award show and they're singing a new song that's not like their typical bop. At first, I get a little annoyed because yeah. I'm like, I just wanted to jam out to like truth yeah. hurts, and then she starts singing, and I'm like, wait, I'm so into this. And like, that's first the all, point. who's this Jerome guy? And like, <laughs> can we like what? Who the fuck's Jerome? Yeah, like, and where can I fucking kill him? But then I, I saw her song to a tour. I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know a word for it? Because I don't. So, someone responds and was like, who's this motherfucking Jerome? We're like, why do we hate Jerome so much? Like, we don't hate him. We just think we should move on from yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, Lizzo responded that. So it gave us a little context. Um, Wait, we I have, love when we do that. We have to. Oh, you go first. I just love when we know the comment. And we didn't even post it or talk about it. And it's like that one time that we were at dinner. And I was like, oh, my God, Ellen Pompeo was such a comment repeater. And you're like, I know. And we never even spoke about it. It was comments that were like literally a year and a half apart that Ellen had commented on someone else's thing. And I we never spoke about it. Three hours later, right there, I was like, by the way, Ellen Pompeo was such a comment repeater. And she's like, oh, my God, I know. It was the same thing to Zendaya and Rihanna. Like, yeah. What? Anyway. Wait, we have to talk about back to Lizzo. The winner of the night was her mini purse on the red yeah, carpet. to die like, for. Like, she was in this whole orange Valentino look. And, you know, mini bags and, like, the, fu- like the, like, the bags that almost look like a joke that are so small you can't fit anything, fine. Like, there's, they have those, and they're cool. But hers was absolutely, like, Barbie size. Like, 
like it was the smallest bag I've ever seen, a little white Valentino bag. And everyone was going crazy for it. Like she's just so funny. She has a sense of humor, but she looked so chic. I oh, fucking love her. First of all, I and love her in a bang. Which love I love her knew. in a bang. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Also, everyone was just like loved it. She was on stage singing Jerome in that huge ball ground with no shoes on. Like she just like she really was getting Goddamn into icon. it. Yeah, she, an icon. you know, like I feel like something about being barefoot really allowed her to like get into it. it like grounds she you to the grounded. stage. Like, like she was one yeah. touching yeah. the floor. Yeah, she was like, the barefoot Contessa last night. Yes, <laughs> fucking barefoot Ina Contessa. Ina is literally sitting in Southampton shaking, shaking in her like boots. A leaf. Jeffrey just left Ina <laughs> for Lizzo. Jeffrey just left Ina for Lizzo, and oh my god. Do you think? Okay, I have a question for you. Do you think people follow along when we go there? Like, do you think maybe the real ones do? How we got there? I don't even know if I follow along how we got there. We got there because you said barefoot. No, I know, I know. You don't need to like recount it, but I feel like if in a week you were like, remember we compared (laughs) Lizzo to Ina Garden? I'd be like, how did we? I know, I don't remember. Nothing surprises me anymore. Me neither. Um, Anyway, so she was great as always. Her her comments were great. Her clapbacks were great. Shania (laughs) Twain, (laughs) Shania Twain, commenting on her Instagram that she wanted the Cheetos just like made my whole everything. I just, I just love her. It's a lot happening. She is like the artist we want and deserve. Put her in that fucking Sierra Lala. Group and yes. Like, and by the way, the thing with Lizzo was talk about a goddamn hustler. Oh my god! Oh you my know, god. people don't even realize how long she's been at this. Yeah, she's not new to this. Everybody got confused because she got Best New Artist, or well, she was she, she was nominated. She was she was um, like the way the records came out was like Truth Hurts, all that stuff came out to be nominated for this year, and she didn't get recognition previously. But Good as Hell has been out for like four years. I know, but it's, I don't know. We were talking about that with I think I forget who was here. Maybe Brad Grass. Someone was here when they were saying that, like how. People, oh no, it was Darren. People just caught on. Like she's been doing this for a long time. People just finally. It was get almost it. like a trend that people like discovered. You know. Yeah. Well, it was really like what what really happened is that she's been at this for so long, and it took a lot of changes to make it so that she could come on the scene and people could appreciate her for what she totally. was. Totally. Yeah. It's like our culture evolved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so next up was Thomas Rhett, and he performed "Look What God Gave Her." I'm such a fan of this song. Cutest little babies. First no, off, we have little, to talk about his family. We have a lot to talk about. So he's married to Lauren, Lauren Atkins, and they have known each other um, since first grade. If you guys don't know anything about them, just like Google them or look on his Instagram just so you can see them together and see how happy they are. She's pregnant right now. With um, another girl. With another girl. They're, he's about to be the dad to three girls. They, Their first daughter, um, Willa, they adopted from Uganda in 2017. So they adopted her when she was two. And they had their second daughter. Do you think? Do you say it's Ada? I yeah, it's Ada. 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 Um, in 2017 also. And now this next one is due in February. And I just, it's my so heart cute. like sings for them. I don't know what it is. There's just something because, about the love for each other. And it was because I think they were having trouble getting pregnant. So they went and they adopted and then they found out that she was pregnant. So I like, love those stories. Oh my God. So these, like the two little girls are so cute because they're close in age. They're best friends. Like, I just love every. They're such a wholesome, sweet, adorable, cute family, and like I just want all good things. Although for them. I will say, Thomas spends a lot of time on Instagram because you'll see him clap back on like the AMA's page or like on these random pages that aren't even his, hmm. which makes me feel like he's. I don't know if it's an insecurity or if he's just like wanting to respond to the hate. But if you're listening, Thomas, just don't even. Don't you're, even you're too bother. good. You're too good. Don't even entertain it, right? Yeah. But like, do because the clapbacks are great. But you know. Don't feel Whatever like you, you have want. to. Don't feel like you have to. It's an obligation. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the moment you've, the moment you've all been waiting for. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello uh, performing Senorita. 
How are we not sick of this song? I am. Oh. I'm not. I, it's a fucking banger. I'm not sick of the actual song no, at all. that's what I'm saying. Just solely, but, that's my first point, is they've performed this song, and it's been on the radio for so long, and I'm still like, yeah, like I'll listen to the whole it's thing. It's a bop. It's a bop. Let's just say a couple of things. So— What's always funny about this is that when you know a performance is going to happen, I love watching the buildup, the social media hype. And if you were on Twitter at all or like in our Patreon group, everybody is basically just anticipating the cringe that they were going to feel from the performance, not because it wasn't amazing. They're both unbelievably talented, but because of this faked chemistry and this faked relationship or so faked in in our belief um, that we're kind of being told to believe. And then when that manifests itself on stage, it's just like, Really overwhelming and, and and bothersome. Can I tell you my issue with their performance? It's it's nothing other than the fact that it's the exact same every time. Yeah, just you can't change it. it at all. You can't literally do one thing. I mean, like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, they can change their shit. They don't do it the same when they were doing their tour. You can't perform Senorita any differently. You can't give me a remixed version. You can't stand in different spots the of the stage. Is, and the well, thing is, I think like let's hear out. It, if first of all. We have differing opinions because I really think they are dating. I just think there's a little bit of a disconnect. I think I don't think it's like <laughs> wait what? Yeah, I think that I just I don't think it's like the publicist said to keep it together. Oh, I think it's a full business affairs thing. What? But but anyway. But regardless. even if it even if it is, the reason I think it's working is because if they if they weren't dating or if they weren't like if there wasn't so much hype and speculation around them. I don't know if the AMAs would have had them perform because she was performing separately and maybe he would have performed separately because this has been done a million times. I think this was like, oh, you know, we get more clout around our award show when we're having them on stage, see what they're going to do next. Like, I just feel like this— Don't you think that's the entire trajectory of their relationship? Yes, I'm saying if it is a business relationship or whatever it is, it's working. Wait, hold on. I totally agree. I think that— yeah, if it wasn't working, they would have broken up by now. No, no, no. I, I agree with you totally. I think that this was, or I, I agree with that part, that it is working because my people— My point is, like, don't you agree that if there wasn't so much hype around them, I don't even think the AMAs would have cared about them performing this song because it's, like, been done so many times before. Well, I don't think that they would have had uh, Camila perform separately also. Yeah. It would have been probably one or the other. I think. I don't know. It's a, it's a great song. They're both great. It's just— First off, I have to say nothing because all you have to do is watch Taylor Swift and Billy Porter and they they spoke more than we ever could. Watching celebrities watch them perform is my favorite activity because they are all thinking the same thing. Like, wow, this is amazing, but also this fake chemistry is going to make me go crazy. At the end, watching Billy and Taylor hold to see if they were going to kiss and they ended up just doing the Eskimo kiss thing was my favorite part of the night. And then someone Insta-storied and tagged Billy, Sean, Taylor, and, and Camila uh. and wrote like, it's too bad the chemistry can't be faked. And Billy restoried that. I don't know. Isabel and Julie didn't think that was a big deal. To me, I kind of did. Like, well, it's kind of conflicting because, to, you know, Taylor and Camilla are such good friends, are apparently such good friends, that to me, in the moment on the TV, it was like, oh, they were, like, holding to see how if they would kiss, like, just being cute, like, supporting them. And then Billy reposting that's, like, so we- I don't know. It's so weird. Because I think, that t- I think that Taylor genuinely is friends with her and all that stuff, and that she wasn't doing it to be shady at all. She was really like the rest of us wanting to see if they were going to kiss. But you can't fake that. That whole, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just, don't understand. Why did anyone think they were going to kiss? It's the exact same performance they give every time where they don't kiss. Because in the mean, in the meantime, between those two performances, they have been making out all over Hollywood. And, they like, those shots that kept cutting to them in the crowd, him standing behind her, holding her hands behind, like, up. And they were, like, all these photos on all over the internet of them sitting in their seats being all over each other. I know. I don't know. It's just I'm a lot. I'm moving on. 
from their like I don't even care if your relationship's fake fine whatever do the fuck you want yeah, we but have if you're to gonna just... keep performing the song then do something differently okay. that's my stance can I say one last thing which was the Jenna Dewan situation yes okay. oh yeah. Oh, yeah that was ridiculous so which part that she all denied of it, it? Well, okay. no well, not all of it why can't she say it's extra yeah, just, so okay, this, just... this is what happens so basically they're performing and they, the camera as always cuts to the celebrities and it cuts to Jenna Dewan and you hear her mouthing I think to Brad who was sitting next to her and said like she's just always so extra that's what it looked like so, of course, the second that happens, there's headlines everywhere. Like, Jenna Dewan reportedly shades Camila Caballo during Senorita performance for being extra. So, immediately after the awards, she's in the car with uh, Brad Gresky, her stylist and friend who was her date. And she posts um, an Insta story. And she's like, guys, I don't know what where all the, these headlines are coming from. Like, I didn't shade Camila. I love her. We're obsessed with her. Like, I was loving that performance. Like, that's not true at all. Here's the thing. I, I do believe she was loving the performance. That's what she said. I mean, I, I don't— there was no extra. Is that good, good or bad? I, I don't feel think. Like either I don't way. think exactly. I don't think it was bad intent. I don't extra think she was saying like, like, "Oh, she's dancing so exactly. like, extra." Like, yeah, like I fucking love Isabel, but have you ever seen her with a Swiffer in her hand? It's fucking extra as fuck. But doesn't exactly. mean I don't understand why you can't call somebody extra. Right. Everything is negative. You literally can't do anything anymore. Exactly. I don't think that she was being negative, but I do think she said she was extra, and maybe it had a little bit of like a twang to it. But I and don't you even know think what? it was. She was fucking extra. Exactly. Like she was. It was just a fact. She's totally around the stage doing a whole shebang shabuzzle. Like, of course she's extra. <laughs> I can't. Where do you get these You're words? extra as fuck. Yeah, I'm so extra and I don't give a fuck. I feel like Isabel goes to shivas that she doesn't even tell us about <laughs> and she just picks up this lingo. Like, I just feel that way. Like, you hang out with a lot more grandmas than we know about. Anyway. I try, I to, I try to hang out with more grandmas. I would invite you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You would. Um, so anyway, there it was. Oh, they also they also won for best um, collaboration. collaboration, which that's another one. I feel like the managers were ever like, okay, one more award show to go, and then we can end this. See, I disagree with you about this because do I don't think this entire relationship is about Senorita. I think it extends beyond Senorita for other collabs that they may do. I no, just think just their careers in general. Camille, Wait, but- there's what I always say about Camille Cabello. She is incredibly talented and really good at what she does, but she is not a without this whole hype that's come from Sean, I don't believe that she is a headliner, sellout Madison Square Garden artist. And I think she has become that. Julie, I'm going to sum it up for you. Justice for Normani. Justice <sighs> for Normani. Normani will get there. I'm not concerned at all. Wait, why Why wasn't Normani? Because still, it was still too new? What I happened? Know. I don't know. Maybe it missed, made him. I don't know. I don't know. Wait. Maybe also, motivation. Um, I don't know. People get stunned from everything all of the time. She's so thing, good. The thing about Sean or Camilla shouting out Sean's mom in their speech. Wait. Did the you tweet. see this? The, the mom thing, though? Oh, my God. Okay, so in their acceptance speech, Camila says, like, and, and shout out to Sean's mom who's watching all the way in Canada, like, so cute, whatever. And right after, he tweets, like, Camila shouting out my mom um, during her, like, during her speech, so sweet. And then, okay, wait, why do I know so much about Twitter? Twitter went because wild. it's amazing. Because Twitter he said mom and instead was like, of mom? He said mom instead of mom. Every time Sean has ever tweeted about his mom, he said mom because she's British. And he said, mom's over. It's like, okay, this is just further proof that clearly someone is tweeting for him. And like, this whole thing is so staged. I don't know if that's true or not, but I thought it was a really interesting tidbit that I would have never picked up on myself. I picked mm. up on the mom thing right away, actually. You did. I yeah. Twitter, tweets. very smart. Twitter's very smart. I didn't, I didn't pick up on it because of his previous tweets. I just know that's what he said. I didn't know that. I mean, I've, as I said last time, I have a whole new appreciation for Sean post his current mood thing last week. And then watch it. That was, I feel like, the real him. Like, that was him, totally so uninhibited, sweet. able to just be himself. And then watching him last night, it was just like, come on. Like, I, it, it makes me so sad. That's all that is. It just makes me sad. That's it. I just feel like that's him doing that whole thing. It's just not what he wants to be doing. But whatever. It's a, it's a smart decision and it works. And you know what? 
Yes, he looked a little bit like the eggplant emoji, but goddamn, he looked good. He's, He's so one gorgeous. handsome motherfucker. You know what we say about the eggplant emoji? What? Greatest Cinderella story of our time. Great. A vegetable to a sex symbol? <laughs> right. You thought that? I've heard you say that before. It doesn't get unfunny. It's oh so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I bet the designers of Apple were sitting there. Yeah, we'll make a tomato. <laughs> we'll make a broccoli. We'll make an eggplant. They, goddamn, did they? When when that guy was filling in the purple and that emoji, he had no idea what was he coming. He was about to slide into so many DMs. If you oh thought your glow up was was good <laughs> fucking nothing in comparison to the eggplant emoji oh my God. nothing so you guys know that i'm pretty open in terms of talking about sex or products that i like and this is no different so i want to tell you about lola and lola is a female founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons pads and liners but they now offer sex products too I tried some of them. I'm going to tell you about it, but I first want to give you a little bit of background on Lola. So they're known for their line of period products that are made with organic cotton, but now they additionally offer sex products that are made with women in mind. So the Sex by Lola line is totally available for subscription, so you can just add it to your period subscription so that everything is kind of conveniently delivered to you like on your ideal schedule. The thing that I love about this is that you do good with your purchase. So for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. Okay, so for the sex products, they have condoms, personal lubricant, and cleansing wipes. I tried the lube and, like, genuinely honest, big fan. A couple things. First off, it's water-based and it's made with aloe vera. It's hypoallergenic and 95% of the ingredients are organic, which... I don't know about you, but I have tried some where that is not the case. And I have definitely had a reaction, had zero reaction to this. Like it really worked. And I don't know, big fan without saying too much. Um, it's also, it's like a mess-free dispenser. It's long lasting. There's none of those irritating chemicals. It's just, it's a good product and one that I felt like comfortable and safe using. So for 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter CBC30 when you subscribe. Okay, next up, we had Heidi Klum and, um, did you say Levy or Levi? Levy. Levy. Dan Levy presenting pop rock album. Um, You're going to watch Shit's Creek? I'm going to watch Shit's Creek, Julie. Dan Levy is the greatest person literally ever. And you don't know because neither of you watched Shit's Creek yet. And He's I'm Eugene calling you Levy's out on son. it. He's Eugene Levy's son. And his sister is also Sarah Levy, who's in the yes. show also. He is so God damn funny. He's so and I handsome. Have so handsome, so adorable, so sweet. And I sent Isabel like literally like four impassioned voice notes this weekend because I was like, it is absurd that you don't watch Shit's Creek. It is a cultural phenomenon and you would love every single reference in it. And I sent her one and I was like, it was like um It was a it was like a quote from the show. It was show. a quote from the show and it was somebody saying to him, like, um, like, ooh, we have a virgin. He's like, I think everyone on my birthright trip would disagree with that. And I was like, it is absurd that you have not watched this show yet. <laughs> oh wow. And Wait, he, he references Nate Burke. But can I just ask one question? Every time I text you guys from Shape House, which is this infrared sauna place and the only place I watch TV, and I say to them, like, okay, guys, you have me for an hour. What should I watch? You've never said just creepy. Because I don't so think many, you're going to keep up with it. And there's, you're not How many watch seasons are there? A lot. It's five. Like a lot. No, five. Yeah, and but it's how many, six. But how many episodes per season? Not that many. 13? No. But we have, I just don't trust you. And also, we have you for one hour to watch something. I want you to watch one special. I want you to watch one episode of something I know you'll love. Right. I don't even care what you watch. That's how we anymore. got you into Big Little Lies. <laughs> oh, changed my life. So Taylor Swift won pop rock album for Lover. We'll talk about her a lot at the end because obviously she won Artist of the Decade and there was a whole, her performance, it was it was honestly incredible. Um, but her speech was great. It was not, she didn't really give any shade, which I kind of was a little bit anticipating. Um, but I don't know, I thought it was really deserved. And I, my whole thing throughout this theme was watching 
Taylor, Halsey, and Selena's interactions together and all of them while everybody was performing slash winning was just like up there for me. Because they were like the three stars of the show and it was fun because they're all friends, you know? Selena, I really think that she loves Taylor in a way that like— They're really, really real friends. Yeah. She like— And not that Taylor doesn't love her as much, but it's like this insane admiration. She's so proud of her probably. And also from a a creative standpoint, truly, like there's a difference in terms of their— yeah. Their levels, and, I, and Selena knows that, and but not in a jealous way. No, you in know an what I mean? admiration. No, yeah, admiration yeah. way. Yeah. Okay, so next we have um, David Dover comes on to introduce Kesha. Our boy, he's a little cutie. I can't. Such a he's cutie. such a little cutie. The way that I feel about David Dobrik when he comes on stage, it's like you know when you're like it's, you feel like a proud mom. It's little like, Ketzel. I, it's little Ketzel. It's like you won Ketzel of the week. It's like I <laughs> saw you. No, it's like I saw you literally in, on YouTube years ago when you would do your little outros, and like here you are presenting at the. AMAs in this gorgeous burgundy suit. Yeah. What? And he was in People's Sexiest Man issue? Like, that is awesome. He deserves it. He deserves it all. And he introduced Kesha, who, by the way, killed Welcome it. back, Kesha. Welcome back. She starts, she sings her first song, um, Raising Hell with Big Frida, and she starts by saying, this is our Sunday service. Interesting. How do you feel mm. about that? I just thought it was funny. Oh, okay. I just thought it was a cute joke. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were gonna, I don't, I'm not crazy. I know. I was like tiptoeing around that one. I, I wasn't sure it was going to happen. No, Julie, she's not crazy. She's too, I'm rational, she's, and I'm too angry at people who was, are crazy to be crazy myself, I and I have always preached that. I was okay. about to say, you're too critical of, of crazy people. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I don't. I'm just laughing at this whole thing. It's just funny. No, it's true. So she's, so David says when he introduces her, he's like, she's performing, and also um, she has a little surprise for us. I'm like, hmm, what could that surprise be? And next thing I hear, like, Wake up in the—I'm like, oh, my God. God. So she performs TikTok, and you see, like, Kelly Osbourne, all these other celebrities dancing. She did, there's this whole Rockettes line. Ten years line. later. It's ten years since it's come I out. was so into it, especially Kesha went through fucking hell and back with all of her lawsuits. And here she is, rose to the top, killed it. I she was so into it. She's a makeup line coming out, too. How many teenagers out there are like, wow, I can't believe she wrote a song about TikTok? Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. You're right. Wow, that makes me feel— <laughs> Charlie is shaking. That makes Charlie feel, is not shaking. <laughs> that makes me feel so Charlie old. is climbing to the goddamn top. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that in a minute. Charlie's going to be at the AMAs before you goddamn know it. Yeah, um, yeah I loved it. I thought It was like—I feel like everyone was kind of sitting there like, oh, Kesha, like, I like her new song, but like, I wish she'd just sing her to oldies, like TikTok. And then she does. It's so satisfying. The crowd was losing it. The fans at home meeting me in my robe was losing it. it <laughs> talk was, about definition of the crowd goes wild. crowd went wild. Um, okay, so then we have Paula Abdul introduce Tony Braxton for Unbreak My Heart, which this was our 20-year reunion because she won the AMA 20 years ago yeah. and she was performing was on the same stage. It was a tribute It was— I love people who tribute themselves. I mean, how good she was this, Julie? She deserves it. Amazing. How, and by the way, how good does Paula Abdul look? Fine, I'll say it. I thought—you know, I thought she looked great, too, and then I I was on that old thing called Twitter, and people, people didn't like, think so? The they good thought, old Twitter machine. <laughs> they didn't like her injections. They were like, I don't know, what do you think about Paula <laughs> They didn't like her injections. They didn't. They were like, what do you think about Paula Abdul's <laughs> yes. filler? I was like, I thought she looked great, so I don't know what you, you guys are talking that, about. Like, like her shoes. <laughs> they didn't love her injections. That's what I saw. Where they want her to put them? I don't know. I thought she looked great. I, I'm a, I've always been into Paula. Yeah, duh. She, she's a classic. She's a staple. And Tony, she is just, she's an icon. As, as Chris Jenner commented this morning, icon, icon, she is. If anyone could tribute themselves, you do you, girl. You I do you. It. She sounded great, too. Um, so next up, Carrie Underwood, Carrie Underwood wins country album for Cry Pretty. Um, she has won this category six times, and she also, while she was on stage, was found out that she won a female country artist. She was I wearing— I love the way they did that. They were like, oh, congrats, and by the way, you won this other one, too. Why did that happen? I don't know. It was so I think it weird. was maybe—you know how, like, they always have—they have some categories that they don't do That's what on I thought. the live show? It's not show. televised. But I, it was just interesting that it was done in that way. Um, she was in this, like, 
purple sequined dress that was kind of asymmetrical, really interesting. Carrie Underwood is one of those where whether or not you like what she's wearing, you know she's going to shine. She just has like a glow she from within. She looks beautiful. And award shows is just where she shines. I don't know. I thought she's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And she had that crazy accident like last two years ago, last year, yeah. two years ago, where yeah. she tripped and fell and like had to get so many stitches in her face. She does look a little different, but like she's just great. She's, she's so talented. So talented. Um, if you don't, if you don't literally snap your neck when Before He Cheats comes on. No, my God. I mean, that's a song just of the generation. Out. Just get out. I almost, like, I sometimes used to wish, like, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wish you got cheated on. Yeah. So that you could break into Glee <laughs> songs. <laughs> I was about to say, like, when Thomas and I, like, we you know, we never had any issues. And, like, I sometimes would like, can't you do something so bad that I can literally key your car, like, while listening to Carry On Through yeah. and just be justified in doing like, so? Like, I literally used to think, like, okay, well, so if someone cheats on you, you dig your, you dig it in the side of the. Whatever, yeah. Key the car, like yeah, the Louisville Slugger, yeah. yeah. Everything take, I was you, like, a, <laughs> you know, you you put the key in the car. You take a Louisville Slugger to both headlights. Yeah, smash the hole in all four tires. I, like oh, you I, just go I, down. Also, you know what the funniest meme is? <laughs> <laughs> you know what the funniest meme is? It's the one that's like, it's like, um, like water because she can't chew whiskey, and it's like eight year old me fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Grape juice wasted that one. It's so fucking funny and true. That's like that TikTok. That's like, ooh, I love TikTok, TikTok reference. Like the guy in a green screen in the back of his. It's like eight year old me in the back of my mom's minivan. Oh yeah, and it's, it's like because like, that made me bad sex in the air. I know that I love sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips excite me. And it's like you're just eight years old singing along. I, I always think like if eight year old me only knew that they really would excite you, By you way. know? <laughs> what were you about to say, by the way? Because I just have one more thing. I just, I, I vividly, like, I wasn't joking with that Thomas thing. I vividly, like, vividly remember me, like, you're just so goddamn sweet. Like, you know God what I mean? damn it, like, I just want to take a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Yeah. Anyway, any, anything else that you remember? No, just keep going. I'm, I'm having the time of my life. Yeah, yeah, this that's the time most, ever. This is the best time ever. We should eat, like, we should do this all the time. <laughs> do you guys want to work together? <laughs> Wait, no way. We should start a business. What? And then not tell Isabel about it for, like, six months. Yes. <laughs> oh, we found. But then I'm going to quit my job and join anyway. Here she is. Okay, um, next up, um, Tyler, the creator, presents Billie Eilish performing, which— Later today, it was so kind of full circle because when Billy posted about it, she wrote, like, Tyler doesn't even realize how huge this was for me because of I've just grown up being so kind of, like, obsessed with him, which is, again, to your point about That's her being so That's how you so know you're young humble. when you, like, Yeah, when you grew up being obsessed with Tyler, the creator. <laughs> Wait, so he—, he, he he's, Like, I found out about him, like, two months ago. <laughs> he writes, earlier in the year, Igor was the number one album in the country, and then a 17-year-old girl that dresses like a quarterback decided to change that. It was so I love that. It was I love awesome. Tyler the Creator. I, I think he has you, the best personality. And when you can like respect someone like that and be like, yeah, whatever, this girl fucking rocks and took over and like she's amazing. Yeah. Again, if you're a Billy fan or if you're into this music, she fucking killed it. I thought the performance was great. Again, I just I don't the music style doesn't See, resonate with me. I don't think I don't think you need to be into this type of music to get it. I'm not into that type of music at all. Yeah, I'm not listening to her. So full I'm just album. missing something then. It's just it's, it's a me thing. It's have not, you heard have you listened to Bad Guy in the Elliptical? No, we're gonna have to try. We're gonna have to no, just try I see, that. The thing is, I've listened to her whole album. I'm not listening to other music in that category. Like anybody else who would be nominated in the same I category, so I'm not into. But everything she does, I think, is amazing. So, maybe, so again, it's a me thing. I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm just missing something. We're, I, we're gonna try Bad Guy when you're on the elliptical, and maybe it'll okay give you different I'm appreciation. Um, her performance was crazy. The whole stage was on fire, and she was wearing a shirt that said. Dead music can't exist on a dead planet. I think that's what it said. And she she performed All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Yeah. This was the performance where you saw Sean kind of holding Camila. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, then we have 
um, best collab. We already talked about that, them winning. Halsey's performance, which we spoke about, but I just want to say one more time, I really, I really just think she is such this like creative air about her. Yeah. I don't know. She's not cont- Listen, you know that no one was like, you know that the AMAs weren't like, I think that you should be in totally white, white everything, put yeah. some paint on yourself. You know that this was That's her vision. Thing. That's yeah. the thing. You, you, there's one thing to have like a team, like a visionary to yeah. create something for you. That's that's one thing. But you are, she's the one who ends up on the stage. And unless you really have the vision also, you can't learn that. Like she obviously was heavily involved in the creative and the paint and the white. It was like, it was an art installation. Like if you put that on, it was just so cool. I just don't feel that it could be taught. So anyway, <laughs> Billy presents Green Day. And I love Green Day. Yeah, if you haven't too. watched their documentary, you are snoozing. It is so good. <laughs> snoozing? I can't what is she start? saying? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, I accidentally started a rumor once that Billie Eilish was named after Billy Joel Armstrong. But I don't think that's true because I feel like she would have said it. Yeah. She said, growing up, there was no band more important to me or my brother. Oh, it's called Broadway Idiot, just in case you want to tune in. To the documentary. To the documentary, thank you. Um, so they first sang their new single, Father of All, and then they sang, obviously, Basket Case, which 1994 classic. I, I love a resurgence. I, I know that they never totally, like, fell off. Like, I think they've always been prominent, but I don't know. There's just something about watching them in their element. It makes me so happy. Billy Joe is so talented. Like, he has not— He's just— Have amazing. you ever been in the car when Wake Me Up When September Ends comes on? Because yeah. let me tell you something. A bop. Nothing better. It's not really a bop, per oh, se. It's, no. like it's like a— Headbang. It's like it's head- like a clench your chest, like a yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. What's the other one that I love? The other one. Come on. American Idiot? No, the other one. By them? No, the other one. <laughs> Only Human? No, the other one. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know what you're talking I don't know about. What you're talking about. Oh my God, hold on. Keep by, talking. By Talk who? amongst yourself. By who? By what? By Green Day. Oh, I said by them. Okay, oh. next one. So Post Malone wins for rap hip hop album for Hollywood's Bleeding. I wrote on this outline, really just seems like the kind of guy you want to smoke a blunt with. And if that doesn't sum it Bulls up, I don't know. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, oh, my. Wow. No, we can't start singing because I'm going to start. I wish, Terrence, something, <laughs> me talking to our producer, something I would love to look into is our ability to put in like five to 10 seconds clips of songs without it being a legal issue because it's that's a moment happen. where if we could put that intro in. Why do you in, think Terrence uh, can control legal issues? We have Isabel singing them for a reason. Isabel, sing Boulevard no, of Broken Dreams. You could look into it. Isabel, play Boulevard of Broken on Dreams. Boulevard okay, of we don't, Broken we don't need Dreams. That. So, when don't you the city <laughs> sleeps and I'm the only one, and when they go, and I walk up my shadow. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, I mean, we probably are going to have to cut that, but it's Wait, fine. Why? <laughs> I thought I sounded so good. Okay, so why do you have to cut that? We don't no, necessarily we'll see. Sing. We'll see. If Can Selena you- Gomez can open up the AMAs, then we can leave it. Well, singing it. Okay, fine. <laughs> But Terrence, please do look into that. Anyway, so <laughs> she, so Post Malone had seven nominations. Um, he, I really like this guy. I really like. Yeah, him. he's such I a have cool to tell you, air about When the him. face test came out, I was just like, you know, I just don't fully get it. Like, I support you. I just am kind of confused. But then I was like, first off, he probably is always tired. He just seems like the kind of guy that is always tired, so it makes sense. Is that why he says that? He Should has I face, get that? He literally has his face tattoos. Always tired. You don't know that? Oh. Yeah. I just never thought to read. You know. I just never, never thought, thought to, read, to read what's on his fucking face. He had a beer the entire time, um, which I was watching. We'll talk about this in the regular episode, but I had some time to myself this morning, so I started watching all of the morning shows, and I was watching Kelly and Ryan, and Kelly was talking about how, like, having seeing posts have a beer in every single shot was the most relatable thing. She's like, because as a celebrity at these shows— 
you just want to be drunk. She's like, at the Emmys, you're always looking for the person with the flask. And it just made so much sense to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you I've actually be- never seen Post Malone without a beer in right. his hand. He you just- want to be with, you want to be like on his side of the crowd. Exactly. You know? He's like just a cool guy. Did you see the video of him dancing to Shania Twain? Him Epic. dancing to Shania Twain was me. Wait, like, we, we were one in no, the same. We have to wait for Shania Twain. Okay, fine, because- fine, fine. No. Um, next thing we want to talk about was Billy Porter presenting Camila, um, singing her Living Proof song. He, God. I live for God, Billy Porter. Billy Porter is real. I mean, I, I know we talk about these things and we're so excited about so many of these people, but it's really, it's genuine. Like every time I see him walk out, I'm just like, wow. One, you've reached a new level. I didn't think that was possible. And two, you're just, he has such a presence about him. It's like the Broadway thing. It really shines. It really shows. And he said, he's like, my whole, you know, he's like, listen, I know being over the top better than anyone or something like mm-hmm. that. He made a joke about it. Um, he said, he goes, I'm an entire mood. Talk about extra in the best way ever. Yeah. Like, Billy Porter and Kinky Boots absolutely changed my life. He's so, I'm so happy he's like in this world now, which is like. Well, that's what I was going to say. Don't you feel like it's weird that he hasn't always been in our orbit? Or at least in like the mainstream orbit. Yeah, he's been orbit. in my orbit being like, oh yeah, he was a Broadway star and he's so talented, so fantastic. But then like I, something so special about him being on like such a public, amazing award show is so fun. Well, I so you obviously know this. Like my family's really involved in Broadway and a couple years ago, I mean, my mom was still, I was probably three years ago, my aunt had this fundraiser at her apartment and Billy was there and she knows him and they're sending me pictures. And at the time, I remember not fully understanding the magnitude of it. And now I see him on there. I'm like, wait, I have pictures of my parents with him, like in my aunt's yeah, he's apartment. such like, a cool guy. You know what I mean? He's just like a, he, I don't know. He just has something about him that it's, he's universally he feels so liked. relatable and like, just, I don't he's know. He's so yeah. universally well liked. Like, think about it. Young, like the teen, like Taylor is hanging out with him, but he's so respected in the Broadway community. He's awesome. What a guy. And one thing I want to say on that is that when, even though it was so short, he was just presenting for Camila, that Broadway presence is another, it's unmatched. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, you see Ben Platt, he's so excellent the way he speaks on stage. It can't be taught. It's the same reason that like Kendall, gorgeous, great at what she does, but try to present it and it's like all hell breaks loose. You know what I mean? You just have something in you that people don't have. Camila's performance was pretty cool. Yeah, um, it was, no, I, I feel like I, bad, talk, like she's really great. It's not about that. Yeah. I just, I have this dislike, this. Okay, but put it no. this way, put it this way. Yeah. Didn't you enjoy her by, on her on stage by herself more yeah, than Yeah, so that's you'd... what I was going to say. It's that like, because of the way that I feel on a person, like personally about her whole thing with Sean and that I feel that she's kind of annoying in that regard, it makes me like her less as an artist, which is unfortunate because I do think she's really talented. Mm -hmm. But so if I was watching this totally objectively, I'd be like, wow, she's really great. And that was a beautiful backdrop. Yeah. What do you think? What a beautiful backdrop. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I have like zero opinions on her. I I just, I think that she's like, I think that she's there and I think she's really talented for what she is. And I think that, I think that the entire industry is trying to force her into something that she's not. And that's how I feel when I see her. That's I'm true. like, when I see her alone, I'm like, you are so talented and so good at what you do. Why can't you just be you and do it alone? That's like I the message for all everyone. of us, I think. Um, the one thing I want to say about that, did you guys catch this, where it's like the voiceover that comes on? It's like, head over to Camila's Instagram for a behind the scenes of living, um, in, behind the scenes of living proof. Like, head over to her only on her IGTV. I was thinking, how much do you think that they had to work to get that? That plug. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I mean, that was like a— Isn't I that can, crazy? Now that it, we know like what kind of goes into this stuff, I, just, mm-hmm. I can only imagine those conversations of so, getting that one it's line. It's so interesting because like we always grew up being like, you know, head to amaze.com slash Camila for more. And now it's like head over to Instagram. It's yeah. like such a different world. So the Jonas Brothers perform Only Human live from no. Boston, brought to us by T-Mobile. <laughs> Thanks, T-Mobile. First off, and then like what a way to do an ad. Did you see they all posted it saying like, Thanks, T-Mobile, for letting us be there even though we weren't there. Great way to do an ad. 
so into it. I know you, you're way more into it than oh I am. Oh my god! It was like fun because I saw them the night before do the exact same performance, same outfits, like same. And it was just like so fun, and they really were live from their show. I don't know. I fucking love them. I die for them. I live for them. It was amazing. It was amazing. It they really were just was. so happy. It was so fun. And you could tell they literally just paused their concert and said, okay, hold on. We're introducing the AMAs. They probably prepped the crowd, whatever, and just did it. It was amazing. Joe and Nick, Joe is hot. Duh. So, someone, did you, this was so interesting. Someone wrote, like, why, do you, why does Nick take himself so seriously? And someone responded, like, probably because his wife does. Like takes herself Joe's, so seriously. Nick's always taken himself no, he's too always seriously. Taken himself but seriously. what I just want, I, and I agree. But what I just wanted to say is that I do think that being with Sophie has probably chilled Joe out in a different way. Not that he yes, wasn't always. They chill. went opposite ways. They went almost. opposite ways, which is just interesting to to watch. It's and so and funny. Kevin, it's like he's been with Anna no, for so genuinely, long. Genuinely, like years ago, I <laughs> I went from being like a Nick girl to a Joe girl when I saw Nick on Watch Happens. We Live. all have to grow up sometime. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I saw Nick on Watch Happens Live, and he just didn't have like the. The same um Yeah, he took himself too seriously. That's really it. But I fucking You know when that it. comes out came out more than anything for me was that interview where Joe referenced the meme. Yeah. That was like the everything's fine meme. And Nick was like, Did you just reference a meme in an interview? And Joe's like, It's a very popular meme, Nick. Yeah. And it was like, for me, I was like, Nick literally takes himself so seriously that he can't even like get on board with Joe referencing a meme in an interview. I know, but then in that BuzzFeed interview and he did the whole like, oh, you're oh, like the choking. choking. Yeah. I don't got, know. I yeah. don't know. That that fucked me up a little. Oh, I don't know. Kevin could have said choking. You'd be like, I don't know, guys. I really think that Kevin yeah, is so yeah, true. Kevin looks amazing. Kevin does. Does look great. He's By so, the way, justice for Kevin. I mean, talk about like don't you give the guy parents, a mic. Like <laughs> wow, like your their parents are probably like, wow, we just made like such like handsome sons, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they're yeah. so proud. So you guys have heard me talk about this company at length because I genuinely am just such a fan of <laughs> this toothbrush. We're talking about Quip. There's a couple things. Let me just get you through some of the main things, which is that. First off, we're supposed to be brushing our teeth for two minutes, twice a day, flossing regularly. And the thing is, Quip makes that super simple because they have their electric toothbrush, they have refillable floss, and they have anti-cavity toothpaste. So what I love about their toothbrush is that it has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer. So every 30 seconds, you have pulses to help like guide you to get this full and even clean because do we all actually know the right way to brush our teeth? Like having that is so helpful for me. Also, um, they deliver fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping. So if you're using an electric toothbrush, I don't know if every three months you'd be replacing um, that brush head as needed, but they make it so easy. You don't have to think about it. It kind of like takes all the guesswork out. So if you go to getquip.com slash celeb right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill at getquip.com slash celeb, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash celeb. Quip, the good habits company. So obviously Taylor Swift was being honored with American Music Artists of the Decade, and Carol King introduced her, which was so special. I mean, talk about an icon. Mm-hmm. Like this woman is beyond, which we'll get into in Taylor's speech. And first they had this montage of a look back on Taylor's past. So it was her transition from country to pop. She's also just a couple of fun facts to recognize the magnitude of this. She is the only artist in history to have four consecutive albums sell over one million copies in the week of their release. She had the highest grossing tour in U.S. history. And last night she broke the AMA record, beating Michael Jackson for most AMA wins ever, which is— She is 29. Um, she won in every category that she was nominated for la- last night and every category she was nominated for last year. It's, I mean, that's unbelievable. Um, she came on singing Man, and she was wearing this white button-down shirt that said Speak Now and Fearless. And she had, um, I don't know, let's say like 10 or so kids around her. 
she sang. That was that was that, the jab at like the industry, and I guess like Scooter, Scooter and Scott. And Scott that was the shade that she didn't deliver in her speech. That I think she delivered in her performance, and, listen, and not in a bad way. I don't mean that badly. And listen, was, we knew it was going to have to happen in some form, and I honestly think this was like the best like way that she could have done it. It was a creative way of doing so, as yeah. opposed to saying it in her speech. And, the, and then you know, people couldn't quote her, and people. It was just kind of like it was a subtle nod to everything going on without directly, um, yeah, you know, making it about them. Because at the end of the day, it's like she's not going to take this moment that she's being awarded with this huge honor. To make it about that. No way. So she's saying, love story, I knew you were trouble, blank space, shake it off, lover. She had Camila and Halsey come on for shake it off. Um, that was really cute, but no Selena. It was her punishment for wearing skin. <laughs> I have something really funny to say about that after. No, I, I'm curious about three things. First off, okay. was Selena not coming on pre-planned? Like she was never planning on coming on because this was already going to be an overwhelming night for her and she didn't want to have then also the, the, the duet or the collab. Yeah. Or was the other thing that it she had such anxiety and the first one went so poorly? I don't think that's the case at all. I, think I just it want was to confirm. Planned. I think it was planned, planned without that, her. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people really said like, wow, I can't believe Taylor's like sharing the stage for this moment. I thought it was like great. It was I, like a girl power. It was thing. a girl power thing, and she's all about that. Yeah. Um, she had Misty Copeland, who's obviously a professional ballet dancer, dance on stage during the lover performance. It was great. I mean, the performance was epic. She in her speech, she talked about, you know, that her parents had Carol King's albums on throughout every stage of their lives. And she really fell in love with music when she realized that music could transcend all these different stages and parts of people's lives. And it was like this really, I thought it was like a really beautiful moment of mutual admiration and respect between her and Carol and King. so full circle. So full circle. Like she grew up with Carol King being the Mecca and now Carol King is so proudly presenting her with this award. It was really special. Like, listen, I I, you guys imagine. know I'm, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but anybody could recognize. Yeah. And someone else wrote this, like, in, in the group was like, listen, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but it does say something that I knew every single lyric. And I felt the of same course. way. I knew every single lyric, and I was singing. Like, I, I really like her music, and I thought she was so classy in the way Wait, she going back herself. to the, the subtle shade thing, it is important to note that all of the words on her shirt were all six of her albums. Yeah. So, like, that is Obviously, she put like the Speak Now Fearless in the main spots, I think, because those are such. And she was opening with Man, which is like, I'll be the man, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, to me, that was so directly to them. But the six albums thing is like, she owns them. Like, they're so. Taylor is always about the like meaning and the subliminal messaging. And like, that was just like, she obviously had to do that. I thought she killed it. I really, truly, I felt she killed it. And her performance, again, when she was singing, uh, was it. Love story, maybe she was singing directly at Selena. It was it was like how you guys always talk about being at the Jonas Brothers concert and seeing Joe and Sophie, like mm-hmm. the only the two only in the room. Two people in the it room. was similar only vibe. two people. It in was the similar room. to that. It was yeah. like yeah. So anyway, there was that. So congratulations, Taylor. Really well deserved. And honestly, that was it was incredible. So next, Megan The Stallion and Janelle Jerome um, presented the award for best rap hip hop song that went to Lil Nas X and Billy Ray for Old Town Road. I was so happy. Duh. Duh. I was so happy. I, I have this soft spot for Lil Nas X. Duh. And I love him so much. First off, there he is in this electric green. And I have to say, I love, obviously, when the people that win are present. And, like, it sucked that Billy Ray couldn't have been there. That being said— there That was, was his moment. There was something about him being on that stage alone that I just—I really loved. Like, Billy's done it. You know what I mean? Like, Billy's yes. had his career. Like, I just—I don't know. I just—I I loved that also, for him. Also, the thing about that song was it was so triumphant for him because— 
it, obviously when he first came out with it, it wasn't Billy wasn't on the the song. But it was like the song came out. He got so much for it, trying to make it a country song, trying to make it a rap song. Didn't couldn't really figure out what it was, and it was kind of this moment him being able to accept that alone of like you started this yourself. Yes. Billy Ray may have joined on and, and made it what it was or got it the national attention that it was, but this was you, this was your vision. It was, I think it was such a moment that he accepted it himself. I so, so agree with you. He was in this lime green ensemble. Oh, he so he shouted cute. out his dad. He's like, shout out to my dad who's, who's sitting right there recording. I guess his dad was like, such a dad move. Like, of had course, a real had camera. a real yeah. camera or like iPhone recording it, um, which I didn't know about anything about their relationship. Did, like I see, I I didn't either. I, he, on HBO's The Shop, he spoke about coming out to his dad and how he felt like it was harder to come out to him than it was to the rest of the world. And I think he did it, you know, very soon before he announced it to everybody else. And he spoke about that. I don't know about his relationship with his mom though, and I feel like there was something in question about that. I didn't realize until I didn't realize until this moment that he had a relationship with his dad. The way it always seemed is that he didn't really have a relationship with his family other than his sister. So right. I was really happy to hear him shout out his dad and really, really happy that his father was there. Yeah, it was, you could just tell he was like on cloud nine. He, he Instagram was like, I, I literally forgot to thank the fans. Like, I think he was just so overwhelmed and it was really special. Um, Christine Aguilera performs with The Great Big Worlds. I mean, there's nothing to say other than her voice is just one of the voices of our generation. Yeah, just hands down, amazing. Totally, she and I love to see fab. her back. And I love to see her back. Not that she was has been so off the scene, but I just love to see her back. Yeah, yeah. and I love when the artists like, you know, she's been around for a while and she's so respected. Like, are mixing with the newer. You know, like a great big world is just like more fresh and like I just love. I just oh, love for all sure. Of it. Um, Post Malone then performs Circles. He's joined by Travis Scott and Ozzy Ozzy Osbourne for Take What You Want. Oh my God. Squad motherfucking goals. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I gained a whole new appreciation for Post Malone last night. Yeah, I me just did. too. Me too. He's so, I've always loved his music, but I guess I never really connected with him. And I, there was just something about him. Like I would go to a concert now. He's a fun guy. Oh my God. That'd be a fun an concert. amazing show. But I don't know if I would have, not that I would have, like wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone, but I wouldn't have maybe been inclined to buy a ticket. Whereas I now get, I would. Yeah. Now I like get his personality yeah, more. Let's go see Posty. Let's go. Which by the way, like that is, that's why these performances, aside from it just being an honor, are so like amazing for these artists yeah. because it reaches a whole really new works. audience. It really works. It even either works or it, doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Like in Selena's case, that wasn't good, but people may be honestly even more curious now. Just yeah. saying. I sure am. And I really hope that it was just the first time jitters and whatever. Anyway, um, Dua Lipa, she performed. We'll talk about that in a second. I have to just be so honest here. I think she is one of like the most stunning, coolest women ever, typically. Like I'm so into her vibe. What the fuck happened on that red carpet? I don't know. Pink. No, she was wearing was, this like neon pink ensemble. She's so hot. Like it just was like so. It, it was, was like more a than sack. That. It was the hair that I was so confused about. She had blonde on the top, like black on the bottom. It was supposed to be like a graphic thing. It didn't photograph well. I don't know. She's just so hot, and I think like they they use these award shows to kind of experiment and be really all out there. Like same with Halsey with the eyebrows. Like. I think they use this as a platform to be really artistic and to kind of be different and you I don't know, but an experiment. But yeah. But her and Anwar Hadid making their red carpet debut was so cute. Well, but I want I really cuties. believe in them. Well, that's what I want to say to you. Whether or not you like like them, you can totally agree. It's the anti Sean and Camilla in the sense that like that chemistry can't be faked. They no. are oh so God, into and each they other. Seem like they really are two peas in a pod. Like they are his, two peas in a pod. <laughs> his style and can her. you make a meme of, of Dua Lipa and Anwar Hadid's faces as peas? Just in two pod? peas in a pod. Yeah. If 
if you their styles are so I I get it like I so get it and I lo- I just love them together. I totally get it too. Um, we then had Ben Platt and Misty Copeland. No, <laughs> take it away. I fucking. Love Ben Platt. Love. I saw him, Dear Evan Hansen. Obviously, I loved. Listened to the album for a year. Loved. Then binge the politician in two days. I die for him. He is one of the. If he doesn't get an egot, I will be shocked. He is so talented. Such a cute, nice person. The voice of a goddamn angel. He's has the Broadway presence. He has the TV acting presence. He is like it. I, I just Quadruple have no threat. words. No, for him. he is. And then. To get the respect, he they presented Dan and Shay with what is it? What is it? Speechless. Favorite country song, "Speechless" to Dan and Shay, and then this is how you know you are know. an icon. I know Dan and Shay just win favorite country song at the AMAs, which is a huge deal. Like their song was really was one of the best songs of the year, and they get up and spend the first half of their speech talking about Ben Platt, saying we've seen Dear Evan Hansen every time we're in New York, so many times. Like listen to that album all the time. I was like, that is when you know you are amazing. You are just purely presenting and the artist is using their screen time you know they have what 30 seconds to talk about how much they love you like that is when you know and I love Dan and Shay I they are so cute and so talented and like don't you feel like you kind of like love like know them especially after the 10,000 hours music video like they always have been yeah I do they've always been so wholesome and so talented and I like I love country music so I've kind of heard them before before they became more I guess mainstream but after that music video I was like oh like I feel like I know like is Dan the one with the long hair Mm. I actually don't. Know. I, I think he is because when when he he um, let's Google which one is Dan. Well, he gave the speech first, and then when I think it was Shay that went on, his first person he thanked was Dan. Did you see that? He was like, and I just want to thank Dan. Like doing this with you is so much fun. I don't know. I just Aww, obviously no, got. I guess. Like, like, we're Dan and Shay. We literally are Dan. And yeah, Shay. Shay is the dark short hair. Yeah, exactly. So he thanked Dan. It was really sweet. Oh my god. Um, we then have Regina King come on. We I mean we can't even spend any more time talking about her because you guys know how hard we literally go for Regina fuck King. Literally me up, Regina King. Yeah. Um, she comes on and presents for Artist of the Year. Rhonda. Drake, Ariana Grande, Halsey, um, Post Malone, Taylor, all nominees. Taylor won. She was, I mean, the theme of the whole night is like, she was really just so grateful. She said, she's like, I really don't have anything articulate to say. The last year of my life has, has had some of the greatest times and some of the hardest I've gone through in my life. And a lot of it hasn't been public. Um, this industry is weird feeling like your stock's going up and down, whatever. She just said, I don't even know what I'm saying. The winner of the speeches for tonight goes to Halsey. I just thought it was great. I don't know. Shania time? Shania time. I think it's Shania time. Let's go, girls. Oh, my God. Shania Twain comes on in this hot pink number. The only way to describe what she was wearing was a number. A number. A cleavage. It was her first time back on the AMA stage in 16 years. She does this mashup of her current hits, of some current hits, which is like Shake It Off, Stressed Out, God's Plan, Still the One. She does then a mashup of her hits— no. What I tell you, DJ Earworm Walk so Shania Twain could run. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Julie, yes. Isabel, me and Isabel were watching it separately. I was no. in my room. I'm not going to sing it for you, but I was like, let's no. go, girl. Like, I, sh- If your blood pressure doesn't go up when you hear... Oh, my God. I just snapped like it was... Let's go, girls. I've never felt more like a woman. I've never felt more like a woman than watching Shania. Damn, do I feel uh, like a woman. It was was unbelievable. What a way to end the night. And then Taylor coming on stage. The whole thing, I'm sorry, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I love when artists that, 
you know, she hasn't been there for 16 years and she comes back and still has that star power. Still, everyone in the audience was singing every word to her songs. Post Malone, I know we talked about it, but Post Malone during Shania was the most like, yeah, this song just fucking hits no matter who you are. No, you could be us hits. or you could be Any, a rapper with face tattoos. she's like the kind of person who anyone who respects anything about music knows her songs and respects her and knows that she's like a pillar of the community. Oh my God, I was living for it. She was rocking it. I was she just rocked like, my world. She Shania, rocked. you rocked my motherfucking world. Oh my she God. Did. I got my world rocked at Shania's bonnet. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my God, she's 54. Who knew? No, I mean, come she on. She looks amazing. Oh my God. If I look like that when I'm 54, thank you, if God. I look like Paula Abdul. Yeah. Oh I, I liked my. her filler. <laughs> you go on I record? liked her injection. Oh, What'd you guys think of her filler? <laughs> Anyway, any other notes that you guys wanted to add? Any other little anecdotes? Um, no. I have to say, I really enjoyed I myself. I love Sierra, and I love Lala Anthony, and I love Lizzo, and... I, yeah, Lala and Anthony's my MVP of the night. La, oh, she's all of our MVPs. Lala Anthony, artist of the decade. Yeah, artist of the decade. I also have to say... Hell yeah. I have to say, I know this is really... I, I don't know how you guys are going to respond to this, but I think you may agree. I know last night watching it together wasn't, or not watching it together wasn't intentional. Like we just literally didn't have a chance. I think we should always not watch together because it's so much more fun like to this. discuss it like this. If we, if I didn't, if we hadn't known we were doing this episode, I'm, I'm happy we didn't watch together. Usually, if we're just doing a short recap, it's fine. Yeah. But if we're gonna do it like this, I love not watching together. Oh, it's so much fun. It is fun because I walked into this room and I was like. Guys, Lala, Anthony, and they both were like, we know. And like, we all took separate notes. And then when we combined them, I was like, wait, we have all the same thoughts. But like some not, I loved it. Something I wish sometimes is that we didn't have the same thoughts. Like we disagreed more. And it was like a view thing where we were fighting about oh, it. Like yeah. I always, yeah, like you yeah. would be Megan McCain because of the whole daddy thing. Yeah. I would be Joy Behar. Like <laughs> I'd be Whoopi. You would be Whoopi. Obviously. Like we would all fight about it. Like we get angry. It's just, it's not going to happen. We just agree too many things. Yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah. This was a fucking ride, girls. I, I had the time of my life. Um, okay, regular episode coming out tomorrow. A lot on that list. Honestly, thank God we did this separately because I don't think we would have fit in all the subjects. No, and with, we really no. had, I had fun talking about all Also, this. I just want to tell you that we record Tuesday's episodes on Mondays, so we're recording that soon. And in, we just realized that like in the last hour, the TI Red Table Talk episode came out. So we're going to try we to watch some watch of that it right now. in this break so that we can discuss it because so much is going on. Oh my God. Um, anyway, while this was fun, Kardashians, please be on next week because we really do love doing the recap. Please, yes. And um, gentle reminder, a couple things. If you enjoyed this, please five stars and leave a nice review. It makes us please. so happy. And it, no, it really means so much and like changes things. We read things. all of them We also. read every single one, even the mean ones. Um, we send them to our parents. Yeah, it's it just fun. The nice ones are really nice. Yeah. And wait, the other thing I was going to say, oh, uh, this is not an ad. This is literally for you guys. Omaze.com slash celebs. The, it's ending soon. It's our um, thing we partnered with Omaze for that amazing charity, Gilda's Club, to get you to go to Bora Bora like a Kardashian. We worked really hard to get this for you guys. I need enter. to see who wins. You need, you need to enter because one, even if you don't win, you're donating to Amazing Charity. We get nothing from it, but we're just excited. So that's all. And we will see you guys tomorrow and the next week. Bye.